Hi, hello, and welcome to Nollywood Film Club Podcast. I'm Mr. C of Iroko Critic. And how are you doing? Today, we have a great conversation for you. It's a great discussion. High-quality discussion. It's not like the other ones haven't been, but uh, the high-quality is on, on, on two different perspectives, or both sides share. Um, so I really enjoyed this one. This um, sometimes can be my favorite kinds of discussions you know like you're not just having contrarian takes you're having actually two people who are both passionate um speaking from different perspectives that is for me some of the essence of nollywood film club so um i'm just going to let you enjoy that there is a pushback section um it's back for this um so just have a look at the timestamps if you want to um if you want to find that um but i think you should en just enjoy the whole conversation to be honest you know? but hey that's just me i'm biased um i just hope you enjoy nollywood film club discussing battle on buka street all right so welcome to nollywood film club uh we do discuss Nollywood movies every Sunday or Nollywood topic. Um, this Sunday, we are discussing Battle on Booker Street. We will be discussing the good, the bad, and we'll do a summary or maybe pushback if we have pushback to do. All right. Okay. So let's start with Vanessa. Vanessa. I'm back to being the first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other <laughs> has unfortunately restored. <laughs> yeah. has so, what? I don't know about the unfortunate name, Maggie. Um, <laughs> Battle on Booker Street. I hate to say it. I liked it. I liked it. Why do you have to say it? Why do you have to say it? <laughs> because by all standards, I shouldn't like it, yeah? Because I don't I'm like a lot of these type of comedies. I don't like a lot of these. I don't like a lot of these woo 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 wah wah wah. Many many things happening type. Thing. Yeah. Yes, I'm not particularly a huge fan of Messi since actually acting. So, I mean, there were many forces that should have led to me not liking this. But I kind of did. Um, yeah, maybe because I was just vibing. Really, <laughs> mind you, I've watched this twice. Um, I watched it the first time when it came out last week, and then I watched it again yesterday with my mother. Um, yeah. Uh, what did what 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 did I like? I kind of sort of liked Funke Akindelidis. I know it's 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 been a while since Funke has given us like a good performance, but I liked Funke Akindelidis. Um, I thought she gave a pretty good performance in this. Like she she expressed a number of emotions, especially when she was outside of the fighting scenes, you know, when she was talking to her son about um, their father in prison, when she sat him down with the food, when she brought him food into the room. Um, she seemed very genuine in that scene. When her husband broke out of prison and he walked through the door, I liked that scene as well. I think she, she, she really thrived in the scenes that weren't about the fighting. So I liked when Kathleen Lele in this. Um, uh, who else did I like? Uh, I mean, I always like Nkemowo. Um, I liked Nkemowo in this. Um, 
I guess I like the premise of it. I I know it sounds I, I know it seems weird a film about people fighting. Funke has done a number of like old oh, factioning scenes, factioning groups, two different factions fighting. There's enmity enmity between two people. I don't know something about I don't know maybe it felt very nostalgic of like Fuji House of Commotion, and um, something about that just works for me. Um. um Polygamous families are Hello. Yeah, okay, yeah. You you went you went bad for Hello? Oh my god, my internet has gone too. No, I can hear you now. We can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. Um, I was saying it sort of reminded me of Fuji House of Commotion, which is probably why I really liked it. Um, the the polygamous family situation being a source of strife just works. There's, I mean, there's that background, there's that baseline for like why there should be conflict, even though the conflict doesn't make sense. It kind of just make, does make sense because they're in a poly- polygamous household. Um, I like that, even though like she gave us backstory, and I hate the narrating. I probably will hate all narrating in Hollywood for years to come, but I guess it made sense for setting up the the premise of this and introducing us to these characters. So I guess it served its purpose. Um, I liked the first and second acts. Um, I mean, no, I liked the first and third act. The second act just was a bunch of fighting in the middle, it was really repetitive and annoying, but I liked the absurdity of the third act. It's it, it kind of it's just like yeah we're about to end this film how do we end this film with the biggest bang possible and there's prisoners breaking out of prison there's a whole youth chase there's a f- abandoned farmland it's like it's a whole I just like all the combinations of all the multiple things <laughs> there are a lot of callbacks to old Nollywood and old um, and Funke's background in the Eurobas um, film industry with the time being a real gay like seven mountains and. All of it just felt very, I, I guess that's what it is that made me like this. It just felt very nostalgic. I was just vibing, basically. But it definitely had a lot of flaws. And that's it, guys. All right. Thanks, Thank uh, thanks Vanessa. Um, interesting, I did not hear Mercy Jensen amongst your likes, which certifies you as a hater, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but we will move on regardless. If you do want to join in, you can request to be a speaker or you can just comment underneath the space. All right. Um, Onika, please tell us uh, some of the things you liked about Battle on Buka Street. All right. Um, I like this week. It was wonderful. It was enjoyment. I actually watched a movie. Well, I also was okay with the other ones, but this time I actually do actually really like it and it wasn't I wasn't um in, I wasn't more more than necessarily taken aback you know and it wasn't an attack uh this movie is good it's a good mainstream steeped in Nollywood in fact I think one of the reasons why this movie makes sense why this movie was making money up and down the What's it called? Theatres. And if we had more theatres in Nigeria, I'm pretty sure this movie would make so, a lot more money. Or even in South Africa. Because this movie is culturally specific. It is indeed, um, in many ways, it can also be very universal. 
but it is culturally specific and it is it seems like it respects the fact that it's from Nollywood. It's just Nollywood with better production. Even all of its like cinema language, even it takes cinema language from uh, what's, what's it called? Cinema techniques from other parts of the world because doing just the technicality should kind of always kind of be the same. Using a camera and knowing how to use a camera. Yeah, that one is like this one, that one is universal. But it is so well made within like it is not it doesn't get me confused. I'm not thinking America, I'm not thinking, I'm not like like people from all parts of Nigeria can connect to this. All parts of Nigeria can connect to this. They actually know who their audience is first and it works. Um, the story indeed it just also reminds you kind of like how old Nollywood always have. It's and it's something that I find common to not just Nollywood, but I also find it to Bollywood and also like Korea, where they like really, really melt genres and the story is not just only in one place, it's kind of like big and encompasses a lot of people. And it, it and like a Bollywood movie, it was over two hours long, but less. But less than a Bollywood movie, because usually those movies are very close to three hours. Um, and it is not just shouting, 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 grabby, grabby, grabby. It also talks about family and like it gives almost all characters a sort of character act, not necessarily like they don't necessarily change because being um. Shola Shibaba's character does not necessarily change, but I kind of I find it very interesting that Shola Shibaba's character, um, what's it called? Odon. Um, guys, Odon. So sorry, I'm getting a call. But okay. No, no, no. I, 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 I will call the person back later. I just needed. Of course, I like you. Your priorities are right. Go ahead. This is not going to happen all the time. It's because this is a good movie. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't uh, destroy me. Just so, allow me have this one. Allow okay, me okay, okay, I'll allow you. I'm just, you know. Um, where did I, where was I? Yes, I liked how like um Shola Shibaru's character and Mercy Johnson's character kind of reflect each other in their kind of wanting for that vengeance and not really really like loosening it up until the end Mercy Johnson character kind of loosen it up but um I I like how and Funke Akidele's character of like knowing that oh there's some lines that should not be crossed is also very reflective of um Tina and Baz character I kind of like how they did that but like how they did that um I also like the romance of like Mercy Johnson, and I've forgotten the actor's name. I know he's big in Canwood. I'm so sorry. I, I like that. I like the food that was presented. Um, it is very... I like the fact that um, even the younger characters get their own story. And I like how we turned into like this sort of like... Um, I like the romance, um, the story between Funke Akidele's um, and her husband. We get we get we get that sort of like um what's it called 
it's not tragic love story, but the kind of hardship love story thing about about like the life forces beyond themselves dragging them away from each other and that sort of thing about the injustice of things that are bigger than them. We get commentary on a lot of things. Do they all get fully dis um explained in their own? No, but it works for the movie and it's not the main trace of the movie. And the movie is also even about I I just I just really like how a lot of things are done. Even a lot of the dialogue too is not most of it is not bad. Most of the dialogue is not bad. And it is I how am I going to borrow I'm gonna borrow a word from like um from Indian cinema, masala. It is like masala. It's like a masala. That's what it is. Entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. It has to have everything. Well, this movie doesn't have everything, but it basically seems like that, everything. And yes, there's a reason why this movie is definitely the biggest budget, like getting that many people to come and watch it. It's a movie that I would gladly show like foreigners, I don't care. I would gladly show this movie. Actually, I don't care about anything. I would gladly show any type of Nigerian movie. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, it is it is something that people can connect to. It is nice. It is well made. It shows competency. It is respectful of like Nollywood and Nollywood history. It is it is respectful of the fact that we Nigerians are your primary audience. Don't go be telling, don't go be doing like American something and then show it to us and tell us that we are, we are enjoying this nonsense. And it's not out. And then you are, you have the audacity to be telling me you're selling me my culture nonsense. And yet the Americans will not like it too, because it's, they, they wouldn't. It, it's, it's so I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be insulting other, <laughs> other movies, but I have been suffered. I have been suffering because of this club, but, Yes, I truly enjoy this movie. Truly, truly enjoy this movie. It's a good movie to watch. It's a good show of like mainstream Nigerian movie, Nollywood movie that respects Nollywood, that respects us, and it's steeped in our own cinema language. This is one of our own, not, not just copying others and then presenting it and making me think that I should give you like Oscar. Go ahead, go get your own Oscar. But anyway, that's that's kind of it. There's a lot of goods, but I can't continue talking. There are other people that have to talk. Bye bye. All right, thanks, Aika. Um, a lot uh, of comments coming through. Uh, I said a lot this three, but a lot. Uh, Ademi says, um, "Batman Booker Street feels good based on the production design, diverse Nigerian." Um, Languages, compelling story, and the cast, especially Moshud Fata. Interesting. All right. Um, uh, Ademi also says, certainly good for um, food tourism. The choice of Amala, which is consumed by most Nigerians, makes it very cool to watch. Never eaten Amala, but point taken. Uh, Zeynep says, <laughs> so many likes makes me question if I watch a different movie. All right. Okay. Zeynep. With some shade, all right. But uh, we're in the good section. Let's, let's keep it light. <laughs> Actually, in the comment section, you can do what you want. React to whoever's comments. But yes, all right. So I think we third person. I think it was Elizabeth. I have lost track already. Elizabeth, uh, do you want to tell us some things you like? I think okay. so. 
sorry, I have a cold, so I was clearing my truth. Okay, so what did I like about um Bartolome Lucas Street? I think for me it has the it's going to be the production design. Um, set design. I liked a lot of the set design. Like not a lot. I liked every single piece there from the houses to even the Buka Street itself, Ottawa, to the the shack where the cats um nationally. So I think this is one thing that uh, the design for the city rooms very nostalgic for me extremely nostalgic took me back to early 90s i don't know i still remember but took me back to early 90s the chairs the look of the looks very familiar the rooms the hospital I, I i think yeah for the hospital it looks so familiar so i'm like okay i really like this especially because when i'm watching like foreign movies not hollywood or other countries like foreign movies i see the way you know their interior the how raw these images look, especially the set design. So I think that's the major, that's the major thing for me. And yet the food, I would have said food in movies because I really like seeing food in films. But we, it was only a Malawian, so maybe not exactly food in movies, but yeah. So that's it for me. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, uh, Elizabeth. Um, I think next was a task. A task, please tell us some of the things you liked. <laughs> okay. Um, I the cast, yeah. So I, I thought the cast was fun. I I enjoyed the progression from Bimbo to Shala, and. Uh, yeah, the cast in general was nice. Um, Messi Johnson had some pockets of acting that were interesting uh, to watch. I liked the performance actually. That uh, Ade, was he Ade That was his name. Yeah, so he had the show towards the end of the movie where he's, like, singing a song on stage. Um, I mean, I guess compared to the last thing we watched, his stage performance was was pretty nice. So I kind of bought that he could be a movie star. Um, I thought that Fumke's reception of her husband when he came back was convincing. Actually, probably one of the better and more cohesive parts of the movie um, when he comes home and that, that whole sequence from like welcoming him to like getting him cleaned. But um, yeah. Okay. Um, thanks, uh, Tess. Uh, I think Mashi, I think that's his name, getting more um, recognition. That's fine. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I think Omar Dudu, you are next. Okay, hi everyone. Um, what do I like about uh, Bats on Booker Street? I think I like the premise of this movie. I kind of like the premise. It works like it's something that I think it's kind of like uh, the Yoruba 
would Yoruba movie industry kind of story and it works. And I like that uh, Funke knows how to, you know, get people to watch our movies because she kind of did Igbo, Yoruba, Hausa kind of mixture. I like that. Um, I like the set design of this movie. It looks uh, real, especially the uh, Buka Street kind of the market. Everything looked real. So um, I like the costume. Yeah. <laughs> especially the part of Buka and our friends. <laughs> I kind of like their costume. They look... Yeah. <laughs> so the acting, I like Mrs. Johnson's performance. Yeah, she had some moments, and she had some moments that she overdid. But I kind of like when she was narrating about her husband, and she rebooked her daughter for being ungrateful. You know, I kind of like that moment. I felt it. Mashud um, Fata, I think it did well. Yeah. And um, Messi's first daughter, I think I like her too. She did well too. I, 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 would look for, I look forward to seeing her in another movie. Um, oh, again, I like Funke to the comedy moments, like the uh, that part where she was saying, uh, Amala, this way, I kind of like that. That part, and when that Iboma was you know christening his child, I kind of like Funke in that too. Um, Tinamba, I like that too. She played the sick, uh, elderly, she played it well. Uh, Unkem, oh, I don't know if I pronounced his name very well, I liked him too. He didn't know really do anything and it was kind of okay as the husband. Uh, the casting of this movie works. It works. And then the cinematography. I think I like the cinematography a bit, especially the way they, uh, the book out street. It's, they did it way that it was not clumsy or not too much that you won't be able to get anything. So the cinematography works, especially when uh, Mrs. Johnson's character returned to um, Otanwa, <laughs> like how they reviewed, how uh, they reviewed that. So I like that too. I think that's what I like about the movie. Yeah. All right. Thank, thanks so much, DJ. I, I enjoyed that return as well. Um, here, like some of the faces Messi Johnson pulls. It reminds me a lot of um, Patience Nozoko's old, um, this, especially in this movie, because she's, playing that kind of very devious um wicked type of person but yes um agreed all right um ada where please uh ada please tell us um uh some of the things you liked about battle on booker street sure um so i thought it was a funny movie uh for the part that was meant to be funny uh, which was good because you know that's what you're meant to do when they say that it's you know comedy um and I thought so I was a bit unsure before watching the movie because from the premise it looked like it might be a bit a bit more cha- a bit chaotic and I had watched like Omageta before and it was just a lot going on and I thought it would be something along those lines where it was just things happening upon things happening now that is what happened but I still think that it had a structure and it had a storyline and we were able to follow it and it had you know premise and you know motivations and things like that so I think that made it quite an enjoyable watch and it didn't just seem like it was just chaos Um, it was chaos that was contained within even 
Um, I like that the wives, when they were younger, bore a striking, well, a resemblance to to the actors when they, the wives, when they were, you know, in in the present. Um, And the actors were actually um, good, um, especially when uh, in some of the dramatic scenes they were quite believable. Uh, They almost made me shed a tear, Um, you know, but I'm a thug, so I didn't. Uh, but it was it was quite um, it was quite emotional at times, and I believe that performance. Um, I like that it breached a lot of it encompassed a lot of issues. Um, you know, it talked about things like domestic violence. Um, you know, um, I guess a little bit of you know empowering Mercy Johnson's character and kind of leaving and not staying for the sake of what people say. Um, family ties, revenge, a bit of sexual harassment, although that one is a bit, you know, put an asterisk on that one. But it did breach, um, I guess, a lot of different things and societal issues that we um, care about, although obviously it didn't go into depth. And that's probably because it's, uh, it was trying to um, stay true to, to the comedy side of it. Um, but yeah, I did like that they at least uh, touched on them. Uh, I find um, some of the things, the scenes quite funny. I did find Mercy Johnson funny here in, in, in a lot of scenes, um, unlike in Passport, which was a very outwardly, meant to be outwardly funny movie, which I did not laugh at at all. This one was a bit more reserved comedy, and I found myself laughing a lot more about um, from um, Mercy Johnson's lines. And, and a lot of the scenes from the actors where they were kind of like fighting and then they would tag team each other to fight someone else. Um, for example, Mercy Johnson and her mom kind of like tag teaming against like a daughter or when Mercy Johnson and uh, Funke Kinder were fighting and then one of the wives comes in and they're all like, who is this one? Um, yeah, I find that quite funny. Uh, it, it had good, I guess, comedic timing and things like that. Um, I like the scenes with the father um, the fact that escaped, come, um, they escaped, uh, the guy that escaped from prison. Uh, I like the scenes where they were kind of bonding. He was kind of bonding with his children. Uh, the scenes were kind of easy. They were not. A lot of times, I think um, in Nigerian movies, scenes with parents can be a bit, maybe stilted, a bit very. Uh, there's a there's a clear line drawn between the fathers and uh, children. Uh, kind of call of response almost but um in this movie that scene was very touching and you know you can see that they were really trying to build a report and it was really sweet and i actually also like the twist from you know comedy to drama um i like movie that do that to me uh that i don't really know what to expect kind of like um you know, I don't, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to say it's like Parasite, but kind of like Parasite, what that did. Um, kind of like, um, you know, other a couple of other movies that I liked have done that, um, which is good because it takes you through a range of different emotions um, whilst kind of staying true to the theme of the movie. Um, so, yeah, that's what I like. Thank you. All right, Adana identified again today. I, I already know. I see it coming. Welcome to fight. But thanks, Adana. Um, 
uh, I think it's Charles. Charles, please um, tell us some of the things you liked about Battle on Booker Street. Um, okay, it was a very wonderful movie for me. I liked the casting and then the acting. Like, it was so on point. Um, you know, the characters, especially, you know, even those that were uh, meant to portray younger versions of, like, um, um, the younger version of Shola Shobawale, that is Bimba Demoye. You know, I've always, you know, I've always felt that um, Bimbo can play like a younger version of um, Shola Shobawale, and then she did it very well. And um, Don Tracy Moanago, the person that um, played the younger version of Osofia, you know, is someone that has kind of over the years when he came into Nollywood, like he he had this resemblance to Osofia, the way Osofia could talk that is in Kemo right now, and you know, he he really got that part very well. Then. Um, I think, um, apart from, um, you know, the established actors' performance, um, the characters that came out for me that I really enjoyed very well were the twins. Um, yeah. So I really liked their acting. You know, they brought that formic, that comedy. They brought the, the chaos. Um, that particular scene where... Um, Plessy Johnson was telling one of her, one of the twins, you know, tell your father that he's a bastard and a nuisance, and she was like, "Mommy said I should tell you that." So, you know, it was I really liked the comedy, and then the storyline was nice. The plot, it was you know, it was going with a clear direction, and I think one of the one of the um, good things about when you know that you know you are seeing something solid, you are seeing a solid work of art is. You know, when you can actually feel something that the characters are meant to be feeling. And throughout watching the movie, there was always that this thing of the tension and the conflict. Like you could find you, you could find it um, boiling in your blood and all that. So um that particular scene with that fight scene, um Funke and um Messi Johnson, like it was I was wild, like, you know, the it was nice the way she took the stool and broke Mercy Johnson's head, the blood, everything. So I think it was just, it was very, very wonderful. Then, of course, the story, um, the, the messages in the, in the movie about the dangers of polygamy and someone has already said, um, you know, domestic violence and um, domestic abuse and all stuff like that. You know, it, these are things that keep on. And even um, in our society now, you know, people keep on saying, that um, the white people shouldn't have introduced monog monogamy to us. So, but you still see like this movie trying to tell you that you know um, polygamy, um, if you if it's not properly managed, and most times it isn't well managed, you can see you know the kind of chaos it can bring or it can cause in a family. Then the dialogue too was it was solid. Like you know you could. You, uh, when someone was being abused and all that, you know, you could feel it. Initially, I, I wasn't so comfortable, especially with uh, Mr. Johnson's character, when I had, you know, some of the things she tells her children and all that, you know, a little thing, idiot, and, you know, she was abusing them seriously. But at the point, I, I believe that this was something that had to happen because Mr. Johnson was someone that had already experienced so much pain, you know, um, coming from a dysfunctional home, her, her, um, her father hadn't really shown her that love, then she went into an abusive home. So 
uh, an abusive marriage. So it's I, I I kind of understood that you know she she was meant to be that bitter. She was meant to be that bitter. Then also the character arc and the character development in the in the movie was wonderful. You know Tin and Bar's character, you know coming as this um, troublesome second wife and all that and. With age, she was growing old, and then wisdom was coming in, and she was like, you know, these are the things I, I messed up earlier. And, you know, she wanted, she, she needed that redemption. Even if she couldn't get it to pass it to her daughter, I really, I really loved that side of the, that side of the movie. So, yeah, it was a solid, it was a solid movie for me. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Charles. Um, yeah, I'm 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 with people with Mercy Johnson is somebody who is and she's done in a couple of movies who very good at doing this, carrying a lot of pain behind um her eyes and some behind some jokes kind of thing. Uh, she's she's very good at that. Um, um I, I think from a I think this movie doesn't really criticize polygamy. I, I'm not sure it's doing that. Um I but um we could probably get that to that in in a in a different parts of of um, the discussion, but uh, thanks a lot, Charles, uh, for contribution. Arinze, please tell us some of the things you liked about Battle on Booker Street. Okay, hello everyone. Um, I really enjoyed the movie. I think from the beginning of it, ten minutes into the movie, oh sorry, two minutes, so immediately as I started, the voiceover was really interesting from the beginning, from the onset. It prepared the, it set the tone of what the movie was going to be like you know there was going to be a lot of drama there was going to be the usual theatrics but it established um the plot sort of and then it went on to like you know show character um the way the characters were and i think that's what really makes the movie stand out because it's a movie that's character driven um the rival the inherited rivalry of ezine and um Yejide's mother was you know set the pace of how everything would later unfold to be something that the children would take on and you know the children after Yejide and Awili would also be expected to take on although they didn't but then it was very interesting to see that circle so my favorite scene also was um kind of that there was a scene where Oh, Messi Johnson was having an argument with, sorry, Awili was having an argument with um, her mother, isn't it? And then the daughter was there, and then the other, the twins were also, you know, at the other side. I kind of like how um, they were set in a kind of circle. It was kind of very symbolic for me, the way um, the mother would shout at, at the, um, Awili, and then Awili would shout at the daughter and then the daughter would poise onto the twins and just kept going like that. And and it was very interesting to see. I played that, I played that, I replayed that part also like five times or so because it was very, very nice. It was deep. So um I I love that about the movie that the characters were developed, where you know they had depth. They um you can kind of see why they are doing what they are doing. Um so there's a solid reason for everything that they do. Like you can decide to side with Mercy Johnson, you know, the pain that she carries on, um, I will the pain that she carries on from her marriage, failed marriage and the abuse that went on there. And then coming to see um, how 
she's tried in her own mind she's justified because she's helping her children and then you see that everybody have their reasons self-justification for the things that they are doing and you know it's just it's just very the characters have depth and then it keeps going until you know towards the end when i don't know what they did but we'll get onto that but i just love how the characters were developed the acting of course was was well done they were stars the movie was start studded so the acting was good i don't think i found anything wrong with the acting on anybody's part um yeah but the story the story went on and it was and it was funny it was genuinely funny i don't think there was ever a scene in that movie where i didn't laugh like barely laugh not even chuckle like real laugh at things that were happening there because like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a movie that was that was, that you laughed at. It was a movie that you laugh with because you know that it's supposed to be this way. It's intended to make you laugh this way. So it wasn't like something that you see and just like, what are these people even doing? Something that you say, well, I understand what they are doing. So like, yeah. So you you kind of like understand the movie and you root for who, whichever character you want to root for or just see the general chaos that is happening entirely. I I felt it was. It was that was the strength of the movie, how character driven it was, and you know the fact that whatever pace they set, whatever intentions they had, was expectations they had for the movie or while making the movie was met. You know the humor was well done, the characters were well developed, aside you know the plot structure towards the end or in the end and all that. But then it was like there was a lot that was going on but you could still follow each and everybody's story. If you were to single everybody, every character, and write like a deep analysis on them, you would you would find so much to unpack there because they're like, you know, really, there's really like a lot going on there. And it was it was really interesting to watch and reflect upon. So yeah, I enjoyed the movie, Battle and Booker Street. All right. Thanks, Arinze. Um As a move, Kaduna, please... Uh... Tell us some of the things you liked about Battle on Buka Street. Okay. Hello, everyone. So, uh, first of all, um, I'd say I was kind of disappointed with the movie, but that's, by the way, I liked a few things. Now, uh, first, I, first thing I noticed is it's, it's a Nigerian film. What I mean, it's Nigerian to the core. You... You, you don't get lost at any moment that this is what they want Nigerians to watch. If you're a Nigerian that loves to watch Nigerian films in cinemas, you definitely want to watch this. And then they did everything uh, possible to make sure that people want to watch it in the cinemas for a Nigerian film that it is. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, like, for the casting, I really liked the casting for each and every person that I played, both the main characters and the supporting characters. At the same time, it was nice to see. And then I think for it was good that there was a rivalry, and then the people they picked to be rivals was what people were going to love to watch. I mean, Messi Johnson and Fuki Akindele, they are like <clears throat> people that a lot of people want to watch in the cinemas. So it was just like the right fit. So I think I like that for the film. And the supporting characters, especially the children, yes, they, I loved most of their acting. It was like they were just they were just doing their thing. It flowed all, all through. I, think, I don't think there was 
anytime the children felt so woody in their conversations, like you expect from most Hollywood films, their conversations were flowing, especially for the twins. It, it was, it was like they were just made for it. So I liked their own casting. And then for like earlier said, Mr. Johnson, I like Mr. Johnson, even though some of her facial expressions were kind of exaggerated. But I liked her acting when it was not comedy. Yeah, when she was sad, when she was bitter. Yeah, I kind of liked her acting in those scenes. Same thing with Finkyaki in the late. To be honest, in fact, I think the movie would have thrived if it wasn't comedy because there was a lot of soul put in, into the acting when it was not comedy. We could see that when Tinamba was on the sick bed about to die, it was really, really touching. So I kind of liked those parts of the movie. And then another thing I liked about the movie is the nostalgic feel. If you go to uh, Chief Maduka's house, I don't know, but for me, it reminded me a lot of my grandparents' house. The low center table, the kind of place they were using to serve them food. I don't know, it just the car, it just reminded me a lot of my grandparents' place. So it was like, okay, yeah, this is quite uh, nostalgic. And then if something is nostalgic, I mean, it's going to give you the vibe and then also from somebody that is from the north i liked the details in the house guys from that sunny danger i like the details in his room you could when you see the room even without his character being in the room you know that this is a muslim's room this is a northerner's room so i like the attention to details when it came to the sets of this uh movie so i think these are like some of the things i kind of like i'm not missing anything yeah, okay, then Femi Jacobs. Femi Jacobs, I, I, I like him. He's a thorough actor, so I liked how he played the role. And I think it's something that I haven't seen him play before, so it was some, it was refreshing to see him play that kind of role. So, yeah. And lastly, Nkemo. Nkemo was stellar. Maybe because I've just watched him from Obaram and then coming to watch him in Battle on Booker Street, so it was just heartwarming at the same time. Yeah, so I think there are a few things I liked about Battle on Booker Street. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, just to say, if you do want to, uh, uh, if you do want to send a comment, you can just uh, comment underneath the space, and we'll we'll read it out. Um, anything you liked. All right, uh, Mr. C, what one of the things you liked about this film? Um, so uh, Battle of Booker Street, I. Sorry, my brain's a bit frozen. So you know how I've been complaining about our narrations endlessly? I I think I enjoyed Funke's narration. It made me laugh. We're still not good at narrations, but I enjoyed Funke's narration. It made me laugh. Um, then I liked the feel of Booker Street. Um, it seemed like it had that kind of feel, and I liked that. Um, I thought the twins were funny sometimes. Uh I enjoyed and Kim. I, th- I can't remember the line. There was a line he did. There was there was a joke he made, and I looked at it. I was like, "That's old mm-hmm. and Kim. That's classic and Kim." And like, he does it with a straight face, right? Like he's not laughing. He's not, you know, shouting. he's not shouting. He's not emphasizing. He's just throwing that line, and that's just like seems like a normal thing you'd say, like when you're being funny. What else? So yeah, I liked that. Um, what else did I like? Uh, so I liked. Um, I think someone has said like the casting. I think um Bimbo to Shola Shabawale was good casting. Um Tinamba's younger wife, maybe. I'm not sure. That, that didn't stand out to me. But Bimbo to Shola stood out to me. So I liked that. Um 
I kind of enjoyed their fighting. Um, the actual physical fighting and someone biting someone in the tit. That was good. <laughs> it's like, I don't see why not. If you're fighting, you might as well, right? Um, so, yeah, I did, I did quite enjoy, uh, enjoy Battle on Booker Street for a bit. I'm not above that kind of comedy <laughs> for uh, most times, sometimes. I'm not above that kind of comedy, so I did enjoy uh, enjoy quite a bit of it. Um, I think, is it Mashud? When he wasn't being too broody, like some of his broody lines just cracked me up. But <laughs> when he wasn't trying to be super dramatic, I liked him as well. And the girl that played Ifunaya, I think she was all right as well. Um, Mercy, Mercy's hilarious. Um, sorry, I think Mercy, Mercy delivered like a bunch of things. Like, you know, when Mercy, when she was talking about how, I uh, when she was re recollecting when she had after the flashback right mm. of when i was when so that you slap mommy that bit right mm. and she had a hand on her head just crying and like you know that was something and it's just yeah that scene she did she did quite well dealing with that um Mer- mercy was good i enjoyed mercy uh what else did i like about battle on booker street i like the premise it, it, yeah i i like the um, because yeah, like I think somebody mentioned that it does seem quite it's quite a Nigerian thing. Like it does seem quite grounded in Nigerianness. Like if you're not from a polygamous family, you know somebody who's in a polygamous family, or your parents were from a polygamous family. So like that whole you know polygamy and the rivalry that comes with it is quite grounded in Nigerian reality. Um, even I think everyone forgot there was a third way. <laughs> At some point, so he mentioned the third wife again. Uh, I think it, you know, they could have gone the route of everybody fighting, but you know, the third wife just chilling, doing her own thing while these two were, you know, having their own thing going. I thought that was fine. I liked that. It's a bit more, it's more grounded. Not not every wife is fighting. So sometimes so I'm chilling. Um, then what? <sighs> What else was it uh, I was going to say about being quite grounded? Yes, the idea of um, breaking the loop of, you know, just harmful, shitty rhetoric that goes from generation to generation to generation. It's, um, yeah, Mercy comes from, you know, not good home. She gets into this abusive marriage. And so she comes from a bad example of a marriage, goes into a bad one, manages to leave, right? But she's not broken all of her shitty loops, right? She's broken the marriage loop, but she's continuing some stupid, harmful rivalry that makes no sense. You know, she's very hard on the children. She has this bit where she, when she injured herself, right? When she got burnt, when she went to the mountain and came back and she, the her neighbor was cleaning her up and she was like, if I catch what's her face and what's her face and it's like but why <laughs> what have they done it's like why are they not here like she's just hard on them for the, and they haven't done anything they're just not home so yeah it was i like the idea of the of the loops that um you know being the one to break break the loop break the cycle thank you it's a cycle being the one to break the cycle or trying to break the cycle or being caught up in this and i'm breaking I, I think that's kind of grounded um so yeah, I liked the uh, that premise. Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, I would add in addition to the, sort of the breaking the cycle. I think more importantly is the showing of 
um, the system of passing down people's um, biases um, and and um, what's it called? What's the other word? Um, um, biases, sort of phobias, hate, uh, the passing down of hate and bias. And one of one of the best lines I think to to um, uh, emphasize that is like, okay, they keep on calling each other enemies, and yeah, the other people, who, you know, sometimes they refer to the other wife or the other people as the enemy, and I think, I think the two people challenge them, like, wait, why, why are they your enemy? <laughs> and it's like, they don't know any better because that's what, that's just, that's just how it is. Um, there is also the part where um, um, uh, Messi Johnson is like, from now on, like, those people are the uh, are what and you know the the girls are like the, you know the, the enemies and she's like why because mm-hmm. mommy said so it's just not don't need a reason don't need logic it's just that's what you told me uh, and I just like the showcase of um of that kind of um of uh, passing the the pattern of hatred and biases um, towards someone else it's like it doesn't have to be just for um, family. A, a lot of times, um, hate is is um, taught, and yeah, and this was a good showcase of that. All right, other things that I liked. I liked. Uh, we often don't speak about chemistry in this way, but I liked Funke and Messi's chemistry. Um, there was a very, there was such a, they were so comfortable in each other's spaces. Um, there's a real chaotic energy that both of them had that I just found very fun. Like it's something I haven't seen on screen in some time. And I think for good reasons, because number one, usually if you're pitting, um, I think we understand, understandably try to shy away from women on women. Um, uh, I'm sort of like um, content. I Do we, I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure that's correct. Um, but we are, certainly haven't seen it like this. I mean, like you can't do, you can't. It's probably difficult to do with man and women. But like the way Messi Johnson would was Funke, like and that's real life. <laughs> I I can tell, and that's part of what ca- um, makes me laugh. I think especially towards the end when they had um, that part where that um, is touching where um messi um, has understood that she needs she wants to fight uh defend um funke sorry i've forgotten all these characters names i'm just referring to the actors but that point uh, where the, she was like trying to uh make up um just make up an excuse for for why they don't need to uh, why she wasn't right about saying she saw one of the criminals that escaped um you know, she just like um, distract with hitting Funke, and Funke will hit her back. <laughs> it was just, it was just so much fun to uh, to see, and like that's kind of Mercy Johnson's um, thing. And I think Mercy Johnson is very good at forcing people into a state where they they kind of pull out a performance. Um, I, I mean this in a way where. If you know that Mercy Johnson can strike you at any point, when she's looking at you intensely, you actually do feel afraid for <laughs> you. Like this might actually be the time where she slaps you. And there's an actual 
um, real genuine uh, um, fear that you can see on people's faces sometimes. I'm, I'm thinking about her, her man friend that she made. There were there were times where you could see on his face that like yeah, as much as he likes this babe, like yeah, he has to be worried about this fiery temper that that she has. So um, yeah. The what else did I production people have talked about a couple of people mentioned production and um, watching some of the BTS videos that for um, for marketing uh, where you see them build the whole Buka Street that's actually kind of it's nice to see. Um, I also think this movie knows exactly what it is, exactly what it is. Um, I think I can't uh, hinted at at this. But it is very much old Nollywood um, in a lot of its structure. And people forget that, you know, things, we used to always see something interesting. There used to be a thing happening in old Nollywood. Oh, you know, Andy wants to, Andy wants to uh, meet a friend who is doing rituals. Oh, then, you know, he introduces him to, babes oh and then we're going to go to the his uh, cult people he's going to commit suicide and his new wife's going to just be looking at him it's just like weird things that you wouldn't see in any other movie um but yeah so i i liked that and the productions they really spent a lot in the production i liked when they were fighting and they threw like food on each other they didn't spare spread no bounds um Man, um, that that fight for me was the more interesting one. It was like where they actually start. Uh, I know, like wasting food, it's probably not. It's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do in Nigeria, but um, I just enjoyed what feels like something you don't you, you don't see in, in in filmmaking anymore. But yeah, um, so that's sort of deterring things. Uh, like some of the things I also agree with that people mentioned. I thought acting generally was solid. Um, everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of Messi Johnson. Some of you will eventually convert to this because, like, I don't think you can ignore this talent for for that long. If you don't, if you don't like her here, you like her in a future thing because the woman has talent. Uh, I just think that. But um, okay, that's uh, that's me for the good. Uh, I'm I'm going to um, um, going to pivot into into the bad. Well, before that, let me just read Rookie's Rookie's um, comments. I really enjoyed every part of the movie. I think I liked the other side of Finka Akindele that was getting tired of the fights, but she could say, uh, but she um, could could say couldn't say it out. Then when Mercy Johnson wanted her mom to assist her with the cooking, and the mother was too sick, that's quite relatable. Um, when the oh yeah, I have to add that I enjoyed watching um, um, like. The hate almost of that Betsy Johnson, and that's part of this thing. Like the hate Betsy Johnson had for like um, the other family, um, the other family, uh, the um, Funkes people, was so blind that like almost she didn't. It was so much she didn't even think about her mother being sick. She just wanted to win so much. She was blinded. She didn't spend a lot of time with her mother. She wasn't thinking about other things. She just wanted to win. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, and uh, Ricky says, when the blacks have dropped on the mountain climb, I was expecting Funke Aguilera to run mad like a typical Hollywood movie. I thought actually they were going to be 
huge consequences, but alas. Anyway, but let's pivot into the things that we didn't like. Um, I think it's, I think it's Elizabeth. Elizabeth, do you want to tell us some of the things you do not like about black history? What, 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 why is it Elizabeth? Well, Vanessa is not here. <laughs> okay, okay, no, I'll you go. Oh, sorry, yeah, are you can go. Go. I can't. Okay, 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 right, sorry, I think it's supposed to be you. Uh, okay, okay, so you can go. It's <laughs> okay, sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I keep on forgiving you and you keep on forgetting me, it's okay. It's an abusive relationship, it's okay. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I said anything because I can't remember what that is like. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, first thing, I kind of, I, I am of, of two minds about this, right? I I love the visual of climbing up the mountain and everything. And I kind of, I think it's kind of smart the way they said spiritual. And then you get to message Joseph's portion. And then, this, and then the mother is telling her to go to church. And then she changes this to like, okay, church, but prophets. But the prophety type of church. And it's just, I, I thought there was just so much ingenious in it. But at the same time, I didn't necessarily want them to have like spiritual, you should go into like magical spiritual shop. But when nothing happened to Spring Care, when she dropped that thing, I was like, ah. Oh. In the writing, they probably lost the, that, that plot line. Or maybe they realized that they should probably not go anywhere with that. And it's a good de- decision. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, you kind of set me up for something. And I, but that's not really bad for me as much. Um, the w- the way it ended, it is okay, but at the same time, it is kind of like, um, so what happens to that person's um, story? But it's, but again, it is okay. Like, I can accept it, and I'm good with it, and I'm happy, and I can go with it. But it does seem it's a little bit abrupt. But if I'm asking for it, I understand that if I'm asking for it, I will have to spend maybe another 30 minutes, an hour in, in the chair. And I didn't mind, like, the movie was good, but no matter how good a movie is, I start to notice when it's going to three hours. Because <laughs> my body will start being like, you have been sitting down in one position for a very long time. But that's just one of that bad. Um, I wouldn't like <sighs> some. The production is okay. It's good. It's okay. There's nothing really bad to 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 something that takes you out of it. Like um, <sighs> some of the things that I think I'm as I'm going to say is an issue. It's not really necessarily like this movie is not necessarily too too flawed. Like it is something that I might hope that it should do, but I'm okay with what I got. Um, maybe they should have done it. They should have gone a little bit deeper into some of the, some of the things that they they touched on. But I felt like that that might if I if if it it, it will it will change the movie. Uh. I don't know, like, this, this, it's not that, I'm not saying that this movie is, is without flaws, it does have its flaws, but I think for what it is and for what it was, 
it's it's okay. <laughs> Most of the flaws is just kind of like things that you can, you are okay with. <laughs> yes, was there some janky like dialogue once in a while? Like the moody guy. The moody guy was really moody. The moody teenager was is not a teenager anymore. The moody young man really had very moody young man lines sometimes. But hey, it was okay. It, it, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't very, very bad where you're like, oh my gosh, will you go sit down? You know? So the hey, I'm good. It, there's not too much. All right. Okay, mm. thanks. Thanks, Inka. All right. We have to come back to you, uh, Elizabeth. Okay. So, I mean, after hearing Noinko, I'm like, hey, Abby, did I watch another movie? <laughs> so, for me, this movie is not good. It's not good. I'm sorry. And one of my major problems with this movie is structuring. This movie is trying to be a Fuji house of commotion, but with identity crisis. What is this movie? Try to be a comedy in the first act, honestly, and I'm I almost bought it. Like even though the the constant bickering was not becoming tedious and monotonous, right? But I was buying the comedy because there's there were times that I I would let out a laugh or two. But the question on my mind throughout was as we were jumping from one event to another event, we marry a care for a proper setup or appropriate sequencing. Like for me, oh, it hardly had any form of stakes. I didn't see the stakes. It started to look. It started to look like a series of unfortunate events. I'm sorry. At some point, there was a part where um, Mercy Johnson was speaking to her neighbor and she said, "Do you know how many demons I have fought?" I'm like, "No, we don't." You know why? Because the writing just wants to rely majorly on exposition and didactic speech. Because they're always trying to tell you, they're trying to teach a lesson with everything that comes out of their mouth. Everybody's trying to tell us a story of the plot or something that is going to affect, affect the plot. I think one part for me was in the beginning, after they have showed, um, of course, all the how the rivalry started, and we see Yejide and her son. And no, um, Yejide's son was in the room and he was crying. His sister was there, and Yejide comes in and he goes, Oh, my dad is a murderer. Oh, yeah, I wanted to sing my dream. Like, we didn't know all of these things. and. We just, bam, entered the room and he has told us half of this plot already. I'm like, okay, you're a singer. You went to a band. You chased away. Your dad is a murderer. Check. Thank you for filling us, filling the gap. As in, all of the gap just filled like that in that speech. And this movie made use, as in made use of that, like, throughout. And for me, I think that this would have been, like, a good theater play if it was staged because of how didactic in nature it is like every other second somebody's trying to teach something like this movie is trying to touch on address rivalry and what people do to others we see it with Yejide and Aweli with their, with their moms we see Ademide and Fred we see it with Karim and his rival even Karim had the rival like while they were talking while um Aweli was talking to Karim he was like what about me I had the biggest farm and my rival my rival also bought I'm like hey what are we doing? Why is this okay? I, I don't mind it. If it was PSA, fine. If I was watching this on stage, cool, you know, I'm good with it. But this movie was just doing a lot of talking. And then for me, the final act almost does not belong to this movie. The final act of you know, I release meeting Yejidi and Lashley and the children at the shack and how they came out, you know, fought as one and then diverted the um, like just sent those guys away it felt like another part of another film to me because again maybe sequencing all up to that part because it wasn't cohesive enough 
I didn't know. I was just like going with the flow. Whatever you people are doing, let's just know because I thought they are fighting so much. They played so much prank. The prank got bad. Oh, now you have you have to go spiritual. They actually they went spiritual at the same time, and then we saw one burnt the leg. The other one didn't know what happened because next thing, um, prisoners have escaped. Now her husband is now again setting up of things. Like we didn't know any of this thing about lashing. Again, we don't we don't like you. The review could have been done the time they did it. But at least to a certain extent, it's, it's not like we need to still actually go to prison no, or anything. Because the first time when, when uh, Yejide was doing the narration, she was like, and my husband is none of your business. So I go, oh, okay, maybe there's no husband. Until the son started crying. I'm like, oh, my husband, my father is a murderer. I'm like, oh, look, where did that come from? Anyways, but I felt like that final act just did not belong there and it was the only part i could stomach i laughed i liked it i enjoyed the solidarity between both sisters but there is hardly any form of redemption for people who i mean for both of them enough for them to bury the hatchets of this their long long rivalry i mean these people use an entire first act to prank each other and beat each other to pop right or whatever it is that they had going on and we had that 10 seconds of oh yeah yeah i'm going to help you and we don't even know if they bury the hatchet we just know that one helped the other and that was it and i i don't know man i really did not know how that happened like i'm not seeing the character development i'm seeing a lot of the characterization i really so bitter yejide so bitter too she cannot cook but her husband is in prison whatever i don't know like if this movie this movie could have been so much more to get me wrong the two sisters with their own personal demons right you know they have this rivalry going on and there's a way to intertwine these their you know personal whatever problem that they're dealing with in a way that could show some form of character development. We didn't see character development. It was just a GD feels bad for how the prank went prank on Aweli went and goes, Oh, I don't want to fight again. And Aweli's zone did not even happen until the end. And it wasn't like some form of character development either. And then like, but when did their come to Jesus moment happen as a family? Because we saw Nkem, Nkem all speak to them. Even as I then, they had not finished. They were even adamant. They wanted to continue fighting. Nobody in this movie had some sort of come to Jesus moment. And we also saw that with Awele's mom. Awele's mom decided that she regrets the fighting because she's sick. I don't know, man. When did it happen? Oh, let's stop fighting now. I mean, thankfully, the children did not have all of that fighting that again their story too had a lot of telling and i think it's a it's a nigerian writing problem where we use exposition we are just explaining the plot and things are happening in quick succession like things are happening you've seen those things happening but you need to also hear the explanation of these things happening right in the scenes as it's happening somebody's telling you about it okay so this is how the plot goes i'm like ah yeah yeah that's how the plot goes so i don't now we have character development for these women I mean, beyond, oh, please don't implicate my husband. I, we are in love, whatever, whatever. The problem for me was, is hugely hinged on structuring and sequencing. And I, and I thought it was awfully written. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thanks, uh, Elizabeth. I, I, I would uh, say, like, uh, when, I, when I said this film is a lot like old Nollywood, I mean that in, in a lot of the good things and sort of, if you want to call them bad habits, I don't know, because like, oh, you know, obviously Nollywood came from stage plays. So I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but you know, I, I mean, 
with, with that with that comparison, it's just I know there are some people who that's actually kind of exactly what they want to see. But no, I'm I, I I'm I'm with you, especially on some of the exposition, um, and and some of the um, some people's arcs being questionable. Um, okay, I, I think Otas. Hi, hi, hi. All right. Um, Elizabeth covered a lot of ground, so I will not be too repetitive, which is great. What saves this movie, even a little bit for me, is that I had just seen another movie I will not name um, right beforehand. And so, in contrast, this this was a welcome but it left me with more questions than understanding i guess so i mean my problem starts from the very beginning like i had a hard time suspending belief that a bimbo could just randomly request a c-section same day in a rural hospital and the doctor was just like yeah sure why not um, and honestly, that's just where my first problem starts from. I, but I guess my, my problem is generally that I think too much. And so, like, I just had a lot of questions. I didn't understand why Messi's character was so cruel to her children. I don't buy the trauma about. I don't think that she suffers very much more than anybody else um, in the cast. And she was just generally uncouth, especially in comparison to really the entire family. Even Shola's character isn't like that. Like, I, she just was. She just was very out of place. I thought with her entire family in character. Um, I thought the twins were very, very annoying. I don't think that they added anything to the movie and I didn't enjoy the comedy they were supposed to add I thought the movie would have continued the exact same way without them in it it just didn't work for me Um, I didn't understand why they were battling in the first place like they sold vastly different foods like they weren't even in competition for the same market it was too long the third act was very disjointed um, and I did not enjoy Femi Jacob's performance in this that that's it well we've both had a like for Femi and a dislike for Femi Jacob's performance okay alright well, thanks Otas um, some comments just coming about what they didn't like everybody says the movie had a lot of things happening in the story it was giving me a mini let me jot down all the things happening. I, I don't hate it though, but they sh- shouted a lot. Ah, I was just saying small, small. I also forgot the comedy. I guess you also didn't like the comedy. Uh, uh, let me see what else. Uh, I think says there's a lot of expression. Um, but yes, there is a lot of exposition, but there was a lot of other stories happening on screen too, so that takes your attention. Okay, I think I'm just reading some things. All right, um, who who is? I think it's 
Uh, oh, Ahmad Juju. Thank you. Okay. Um, what I do not like about it is, I think I have issues with the writing. I have issues with the writing of the movie because a lot of things kept popping up. Like they were using a lot of uh, subplots that they could have integrated into the story very well, but they were using them to push uh, empathy. They wanted us to like uh, empathize with the characters, so they were using these subplots not very well. So I understand. Someone said that to the So, um, like, uh, from cases and so plot. At the point, I feel like, okay. Okay, was this like push, make us to empathize with Funke or what? Do you understand? Like, they just wanted us not to make us feel like this video is a bad person. So let us have something to empathize with her. And, um, the Funke, uh, Funke's son and uh, Messi's daughter, the subplot, maybe it was rushed or I don't know, maybe it was not needed. It was not properly done. And I don't think we need that, actually. I don't think they could have just traveled and, you know, leave or I don't know. Maybe they could have just remained in Ottawa, but the subplot was not done well. And uh, the cockroach scene, I didn't like how they Pan that out. Uh, the, uh, I think the actors were, ask, were asking, "Who is going to my So I think done better without sin. And then, um, kind of feel like, how would your mother be able to cook? And you, you would not be able to cook. Like you, it's not even compulsory. You you make delicious meals, but you should be able to do something. Like you're not, you're not totally poor like that. Like that's in I felt kind of way. Like well, how? How is that possible? You know, like I know I'm not a good cook, but not like what? Like I can't do anything, and people will not eat my food. You know, I just felt I felt that uh, was an exaggeration. Maybe because it's a comedy, I don't know. But they kind of exaggerated that part, and um. Uh, Messi was kind of frustrated throughout this movie. Like, maybe I'm the only one who felt that she was frustrated throughout this movie. And I'm like, why can't this give this movie a break? Like, can she be happy for She was frustrated. And it made me feel like maybe they wanted us to root for Funke and make her look like the villain. Or, I don't know. I just don't know what they were trying to do with that. But at some point, I feel like, you no, know, they should just give this lady one happy moment but she was frustrated from start to the end so um i bought uh, hey what happened to the sons because i could see some boys when they were taking the family uh portrait at the start of the uh, movie what happened to them? the ladies were kind of like they didn't like they were fighting i think i've seen guys in polygamous family they are kind of like united they don't really fight like the women so what happened to them why can't they interfere in the whole drama so i don't know and um i kind of feel some way about the voiceover at the start of the movie i didn't really i think it didn't work for me i don't know for anyone else, but because at some point i was like why did they stop this voiceover? but so i 
didn't enjoy the voiceover. I think it would have dealt the voiceover. So um, the fight scene, the market fight scene, I don't think people would watch two people, you know, fighting and using their merchandise or their goods to fight. It doesn't happen. I've sold things for my mom in the market. My mom are the ones that yeah, shop, shop in the market. So it doesn't happen like that. People do even, even when you're fighting, people will stop you for fa- from fighting. So I don't know why they were looking at them, they them to fight. I don't know. Maybe it's because of comedy. It could be an exaggeration. So um about the CS, uh the uh Bimbo's character optioning for a CS, like when did people start optioning for CS? If CS was not even commenting if the like that era. So I'm kind of like Okay, what's going on here? But I think because they comedy, maybe it's exaggeration. So I think those are the few things that I had. All right, thanks, uh, Amod. Um, let me see whether we got any more. Uh, Zainab says nothing seemed resolved. The ending made it seem like the entire movie was about Finke's husband all along. All right. Um, send in your comments if you want. Have the discussion in the comments if you want. Um, who do we have next? Uh, at that, please tell us some of the things you do not like about Batman Booker Streets. Thank you. Okay, so one of the first things I did not like was actually Mercy Johnson's evil. Um, I felt like there was a lot of conversation in Yoruba within the other side of the family, and I felt like the Igbo side was kind of lacking, and it was more like an English mixed with ah, a big sheba for every once in a while, and then you know mixing the Igbo in there. I fe- I would have liked that to be a lot stronger. I'm not sure if maybe it wasn't maybe that the actors are not as fluent, um, but I just would have liked to feel that a bit more. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, as 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 mentioned, I don't know why she hates her children so much. Or oh, I feel like she hates her children so much. Um, I don't know if it's meant to contribute to the humor of the story or if it's just as a as a um as a result of you know the, the way that she was brought up or the kind of life she, she was living with the husband and everything like that. But I felt like he was too much at a certain point. Um and yeah, he was just she, it felt at time that she had even more content for her children and for her rival, the way she, that she spoke to them. Um, she didn't even speak to Sifunka like that. So that was very weird, I think. Um, also, I don't know how old the children are supposed to be. I, I, I can't tell. I found them funny in some instances. Not haha funny. They had funny moments, but I'm not sure... If, if they were age appropriate, they, I think I think they were acting a bit more younger than they were meant to be. Um, so at the time I was like, "What? What were you doing?" Um, with the constant lollipops and you know the hairstyles, I'm pretty sure they're not like eight. So I don't know. Um, that that's just, I guess it added to the humor, but I, I just felt that it was a bit weird at times. I think you could you could have still worked without that. Um. um some scenes were just unnecessary. The whole spiritual battle that took like, I don't know, like 10 minutes and it was for what reason? And it didn't have any consequence anyway. Um, yeah, Funke dropped the soap and 
what what happened after that. There was no reper- repercussion to it. Um, it didn't add to the plot. It didn't take away from the plot. There was no repercussion. Nothing followed on from that. Um, it didn't affect the other person. Um, it didn't affect them. Um, I guess Mercy burnt her leg, but it was just unnecessary. Um, I feel like a, a few scenes in there could have been cut short um, because another another dislike or is that um, I think the movie's too long. Um, I was chopping onions and chopping carrots and chopping celery and cooking meat and doing all that stuff. And when I finished, the movie was still going. And I don't think... And it wasn't even towards the end. It was still in the middle of them fighting. Um, and I think they focused a lot, which is, yeah, I guess that was the comedy part of it. But um, I think it could have been a little bit more concise, especially with the unnecessary scene, for example, like the spiritual battle thing that I mentioned. Um, the, 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 the change of heart from Mercy towards the end was unexplained. It didn't work from the characterization from what we were... I guess, told of her. If he had come from Funke, I think it would have made a bit more sense. We kind of see her, she she kind of has a little bit of a softer heart. She, you can tell sometimes her heart's not in it, um, you know, and she, she might, she may be, you know, yeah, I, I could believe that she may want to, you know, put an end to it or like forgive her and be like, you know what, whatever. But from Mercy's side, there was no point at all in the movie where she showed a little bit of empathy or willingness to stop or to not take it too far. She was even complaining while her mother was literally on her deathbed to the extent that she didn't even pay as much attention to that. So nothing in the way that they've put presented us this character showed that she would have any sort of mercy, especially as they didn't explain the situation to her. They didn't say, hey, this is what happened. Um, you know, that's why he's actually innocent, blah, blah, blah. So what would, what would be the reason for her to show mercy for, you know, especially if this, this would have been a big win for her and this whole rivalry thing. Um, nothing about what they've told us so far, so far makes us believe that this is something that Mercy's character would do. Um, and also the ending was a bit abrupt. Um, even if they wanted to leave it as a cliffhanger that, um, you know, the guy gets away and that's it, that's fine. But the theme throughout the movie was the rivalry and that wasn't resolved. And that's the thing that needed to be resolved, not, you know, the guy escaping. As I said before, I don't mind the twist of, you know, it starts as comedy, finishes her drama. That's fine, absolutely fine. But the main theme running throughout the movie is these guys are having a rivalry um they're going at each other it's been you know passed from generation to generation how is this resolved um one scene where mercy kind of gives them mercy pun intended um it's not it doesn't it doesn't give us enough um it we need to have a resolution even if it's we still hate each other but you know what i'm just gonna let your husband get have a pass or whatever we we need as an audience to have a re- resolution for that um and then you know if if you want to you, you know just let the husband go whatever we can we can i feel like that would have been a, a kind of cliffhanger we can deal with um uh, but the thing that you've spent two hours two hours and almost a half of the movie trying to tell us and then nothing we we don't know how how um it resolves how it ends how it carries on um 
yeah, that was a bit of a big oversight, I think. Um, yeah, that's it from me. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ada. Um, and I think next we have uh, Ezema of Kadrina in the Narrative. Uh, hello. Can you guys hear me? Loud and clear. All right. Good. So, uh, first of all, I would say the movie was very, very underwhelming for me. I expected a whole lot from the trailer, from the story I was getting. I was, expect I was expecting a lot. And then firstly, I would say the title. The title was also naughty, but that's by the way. And then the first thing, my problem with this film is the voiceover. I don't know. It felt like it was Funky Akindela that was giving a voiceover and not really, that was the narration or narrative or whatever, and not really Yejide. If it, it just felt like Funky Akindele with a touch of Jennifer. I don't know. It just didn't feel like the character. It just felt like it was one of her voiceovers from my Instagram videos or something. It just didn't give me. And then <clears throat> first thing she said was, welcome to Booker Streets, where you find every food in Nigeria. And I was peeping, looking for a northern food, and I didn't see any. And I was like, okay, we have been aired. So the, so the northern Nigeria is not Nigeria. Because if you see every food in Nigeria, in the over two hour of this movie, I didn't see any northern food in the Buka streets. And I'm like, okay, that is fine. So the, I, I feel like that was missed. I, I mean, I am all for inclusion and all of that. So it would have been very, very nice to see a northern food being portrayed and all of that. Yeah. So And thirdly, the movie was too long. It was too long. There were too many back and forth that I felt like would have would have done better with like if you want these people to fight and fight you can just i feel like they would have picked two or two or th three things and then just build so much on them hold us to, to those things or get us i don't know just get us with those few things rather than doing so many things at the same time and then you put us in a very very you know, high place the, the peak of the movie was so so high and then only for the ending to be just so, so flat. It, 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 it wasn't enough. I feel like if you're going to give us so much tension, so much drama, so if whatever is going to be the resolution, whatever is going to bring this whole drama to an end should be something that will actually move us. Like for like I said, I think the last speaker said it, I don't think the, the, the issue or the, the rivalry has been settled. It just felt like, she just helped EGD and that was the end of the film. And we know that this movie was about the rivalry. Everybody was expecting them to settle. And then let's assume, fine, okay, they settled. Mm -hmm. What happened to one of the genesis of this rivalry? Asake, nothing was said about her. Was she okay with it? Or she has just, I mean, because we know that when it, when it has to do with the rivalry, he, um, Asake is like a major force. And then we just saw that after Aveli and EGD, did the whole drama with the Kinzo boys or whatever their name is. That was the end of it. I felt like it was not open-ended. So I don't know what they did because that is clearly not an open-ending or we'll say we're expecting a sequel. That was not open-ended. So if that was the end, it just, if you can keep people in the cinemas for two hours plus, eh, three, five minutes is not too long to add to help us end it properly. That's what I think. So it was just not enough. The ending was just too 
I don't know, to, just not giving me what I expected. I think that's, and then uh, for, I don't know, I just noticed there was something wrong with all of the open spaces. It was like, they didn't know how to film open lands. I don't know, it was just flat. It was just weird to look. I don't know what was wrong with it, but it was just somehow for me. All the open lands, Funkyard on the hill, them at the abandoned farmland. It was too, too, I don't know the word to use, but yeah, that's it. And like I said earlier, when I was mentioning my, uh, the things I liked, I said I didn't like Mr. Johnson's exaggerated expressions. I love Mr. Johnson a lot. Like, I'm a very, very big fan. I love her acting. But on this one, it felt like she was doing too much with the facial expressions. Like, Mr. Johnson doesn't have to do much. Her face alone is, is I don't know, she has a face card that she doesn't have to even do a lot. But it was like she was trying so hard with the facial expressions when she wanted to, especially when she was trying to be mischievous, when she was trying to scold her children, the facial expressions were too exaggerated. I feel, I, I feel like, nah, it did not give me what I was expecting. And I'll start rambling right now. Yeah, that's basically it. All right. Thanks, Susan of Kaduna. Uh, you guys should check out his podcast, uh, Nollywood Bands Podcast. Um, he gives his own discussions there solo. But uh, yes, thanks. Thanks for uh, contribution. Arinze, please tell us some of the things you did not like about Battle on Booker Street. Okay, thank you. Um, I think what I didn't like was, as everyone has emphasized, is the ending. Felt I questioned the verisimilitude of having a lifelong rivalry like very like from the beginning before you were born just resolved in that single instance like it was just it felt too rushed and whatever um what should i call it now whatever points at which they like or instances they kept in place i don't know what to call them or plot points that they felt that they kept in place to like make it seem like a good landing wasn't wasn't very solid. It was just everything seemed um scattered. It was like that scene where um Funke Ankidele's character and Mr. Johnson were trying to like come up with something. I felt like that was what was happening in the writer's room. They were all speedballing, just trying to like, what are we going to do towards this end? And it's just like very symbolic to what was happening in that movie they didn't know how to like gather everything towards the end and then you know make a good resolution but then i worry that if if you emphasize too much about the ending of this movie nollywood can just be like okay you know what we're going to have battle on Booker street too and, and then we just have to like you know have another um you know there's one daddy movie like that yeah yeah so that's so um yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I felt like, I felt like that ending was, was rushed, was rushed, and because I loved the movie so much, if it was over ten, um, I would give it like an eight or a nine. So an eight, an eight to be fair. I want to make a quick defense, like a quick defense of like the comedy in it. Because we'll come to that. We have a okay. special section for that. Don't worry. Oh, oh. Uh, we just we just finished but yeah, we, we have a pushback section. All right. Oh, we'll come nice, to that definitely. Nice. All right. So um, let me just yeah. round off quickly with what I didn't like. So um yeah, I didn't like that and you know, yeah. 
basically I didn't like the ending. It was it was rushed. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Arins. I, I really appreciate your comments. Um, I think that's everybody on the group. Ah, the silver. Do you have uh, both good and or bad? To say I know you weren't here for the good section. Ah, B. Do you want to do pushback? The silver. <laughs> if, if, the silver. Oh, exactly. The silver has gone quiet. All right. Okay. Uh, Mrs. C, do you want to say some of the things you didn't? Oh. Silva, do you have words to offer us? Okay. All right. Mr. C, do you want to say some of the things you didn't like? Uh, yeah. So I think all my problems have been kind of talked about, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it's, and this is me fighting you on saying it knew exactly what it was. And with Mo, it didn't. Um, the kind of comedy it was doing at the beginning didn't tie up with where we ended up in terms of the drama. Um, it, 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 it was given more Tom and Jerry at the beginning, and then we moved into if Bill Street could talk. Um, Obviously, nothing Jesus. close to that level, but you get what I mean yes, in terms yes. of like the yeah. themes and heaviness of. So that was that threw me for a loop, because uh, when we saw the prison break, right? When we saw prisoners running, we were like, "Wait, did the son escape from prison?" Because the son was arrested as well, right? Did the son escape from prison, or no? No, it's the husband that has come. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy. I thought we'd just done away with all the husbands, to be honest. Um, and then it's, uh, I don't know, like, obviously it's its us, right? We have problems with writing because nobody points out, um, it never comes up that the son was falsely accused and ended up arrested. And that didn't come into play in his relationship with his father or how he viewed his father when he was arrested right mm. it didn't give him empathy mm. and it wasn't pointed out as hypocrisy mm. so it just did nothing basically right. that there was that i think the the point of it was just to establish a oh you know she helped him yeah exactly it was just established she helped him but like even Not before she had a chance to help him they had already you know, formed some sort of friendship, right? As mm. cousins, they already formed that friendship. They bonded over, away from the toxicity of their mothers, bonding over the shitty situations they're in due to their mother's mm. silliness. So that had already happened. Um, so yeah, it was like, it, it just felt like a missed opportunity and it's a, a, a bit annoying for it to be there and not be used. Um, then what else? Um I mean, this is this is the thing you complain about a lot. Like Nollywood likes to throw in uh, sexual assaults of different, you know, variations in there. So we're doing so well on the sexual assault front, and they're like, "Yeah, he killed a guy who I killed for trying to sexually assault me." <sighs> okay, all right, okay, fine, whatever um then what else it's just that whole story and thing with the dad really threw me i was like okay this film don't carry me go and no no 
and we're, we're in a different movie and so I just I was just I, I lost interest when we go into a different movie um and yeah at some point things stopped stopped meaning anything they went they both went spiritual as like okay we're both going spiritual at the same time cool fine whatever and it's just the escalation to spiritual oh the escalation to a bombing right and there was the escalation to a bombing and there was just no there there was no there were no consequences for the person who did the bombing absolutely like the not even like a proper dress down just like why would you do that wait for me i'm coming and mercy shows up and they have this big tom and jerry fight right or you know family guy peter and the chicken they have that fight right and it's just okay your your daughter committed arson are we going to address that or we just have murderers in the family anyway that was such a big thing just nothing right no consequences to that silly child nothing anyway the escalations and explosion and then immediately we're going spiritual if the mothers that had the core rivalry had never gone spiritual on each other it was just kind of crazy that these people have reached the level of going spiritual right and it's just yeah sure okay let's go spiritual the spirituality goes to shit and nothing happens like in in good old days of old nollywood if you drop the thing they say should not touch the ground you will run mad right Mercy's thing did not complete her leg would have swollen up and somebody would have had to do a confession before they resolve but nothing none of that we don't have that and then we get to the end of it the resolution and it's just it's it's even off screen right like we see mercy helping her sure but that choice that decision that to mm. this whole film right or at least two-thirds of it has been about their conflict born from their mother's conflict and we just get nothing we don't see them resolve it right we see Funke's character begging we see mercy johnson's character being stubborn we see a bit more begging there's a look and then she's helping her and it's such a disappointing conclusion for a rivalry that has gone on for so long right um what and then the mothers right the mothers are the ones with the rivalry absolutely boggles my mind that tina and bass character was like okay we need to move on but why like oh i've just thought about it and we shouldn't keep fighting and it just doesn't work and there's no resolution with shalash of all his character right like we don't we, we don't know what that's the driving force behind this babe's um antagon antagonism antagonizing antagonism right for her sister she's the one that keeps driving she's the one that says go spiritual she's not around now so y'all have made up but when you go back home is she going to tell you to go blow up her, her shop or something again right we don't know it's just and typically i'm fine with not knowing but like all of that and then just as a side note or point I don't know where they sent the husband to. I, I just unless he's about to take on menial jobs for the rest of his life, he's gonna have to, right? Because 
he did escape from prison and they have announced his name. But then again, it is Nigeria. Maybe he'll get a declaration of age, new birth certificate, and get into political office. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. All right. Okay. I think Mrs. C covered that, uh, my side, as as well as possibly could. Yes, and I, I take the criticism of knowing what it is. Yeah, I was thinking uh, in terms of the way it's shot, the kind of exposition it has, the things keep, um, the way like things keep happening and like there being an actual story. And even like, even the way it gets repetitive in the middle where it's uh, you just, oh, she did this and then 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 she did, uh, yeah. Um, if you're into the fights, it's good and fun for you. If you are not into it, you're not going to enjoy it. Um, I, I wasn't, I was following the story when I was enjoying the comedy, to be honest. I had a couple of chuckles here and there, but like the comedy didn't do anything for me. I thought, um, it's, it's funny because like Ad, um, Ad, said something I strongly disagree with and something that I agree with. But one of the things that makes me disagree with her about the comedy was because of how much more um, sort of tepid Messi Johnson is in this, where she, um, because of her, like, her Igbo, I feel like she, she's forced to, you know, do, because she has to do this, all this, her one one Igbo, which is fine. But I mean, like, I know, like, she's not from, this is not, I, I don't think anyway, right? No, she's not, this is not her. She does not have no. This is not her um her mother tongue share, um. But I think having to um visit uh, quickly branch some Igbo on her way just felt apparent that and um it did not connect with the rest of her performance and it's something that it didn't it didn't it didn't take me out too much but it just was apparent that that's that that was not what she was comfortable with um. Uh, Missy talked about the end, so I'm not going to. Oh, so, um, what about the, the so I've said the comedy wasn't funny. Missy talked about the end, Missy talked about oh, the 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 suicide bomb. <laughs> That's suicide uh, yeah. bombing. That's suicide bombing. It's great. That's a bomb. Uh, not suicide bombing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I thought bombing. I thought suicide bombing. But yes, that, <laughs> I think one of uh, just to add to that, like, cause they, I think they showed people coming out of there with injuries, which honestly we didn't need to see that. Um, it's not. It's not. It doesn't it's work with funny. the tone. It doesn't work with the tone. Um, yeah, like that part of it where you know they were doing crazy things to each other. I bought that as. Hey, look how wacky this comedy is, and that's why that third act just doesn't work at all. The tone is completely um, different, and it doesn't. If you want us to feel the dread and the tension from this man's release, then we have to go revisit that that bombing. Like that, you know. Like again, like it's something that bombing could happen in a film where things are just escalating to 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 stupendous levels but like don't really think about it It used to be how comic books comic books used to treat like um superheroes throwing people into buildings and like you think are there not people in these buildings uh like people not dying and all of that like yeah that's how you know we just go oh is this just part of 
this genre language essentially like yeah things get wacky but yeah you can't switch it up and then ask me to care about the potential escape of this man from prison and the tension or what if he gets cool and and all of that it's yeah for me those turns really didn't didn't work but yes i think you can just uh revert to mrs c for any for my issues my issues with it and uh, but to be honest i have to say that it's it's yeah no i'm I'm gonna leave that for other people to push back okay we're going to enter the pushback section um um arinze i know i had pushback so i'm going to let him start and then if you do have pushback please put your hands up and we'll go from there arinze you had pushback um in defense of something uh, go ahead Okay, all right, thank you. Um, I wanted to talk about, you know, some people said um, the comedy was, I don't know, was it that the comedy was, you would have done better as a drama. And then I I remembered, or oh, I looked back on days where I used to love like horror movies. And there's this thing where you have horror movies that are just purposelessly gory, like just for no meaning. Like you just see people come up on somebody and just stab somebody. I was imagining in the case of comedy that I just recently ventured into the genre and how like how it works. And I imagine that it's the same thing for comedy that you can't just go on and just, you know, comedy all through. There's a story. And in this particular case, I think they were going for how I don't know, the cynicism in, you know, this inherited rivalry, in this um, um, meaningless fight that goes on. Like, in the case where she was, um, by she, I mean, what's her name again? Um, Yejide, where she was climbing that mountain. And then she climbed, and then she was thirsty, and then she didn't drink water. But then one thing that she was not supposed to do also was let the soap down and she let the soap down and you just have to think about all these stupid things that he have done for this and then it's a waste of time and a lot of you were commenting on like what was the purpose and the expectations of you know more theatrical things to happen and to me what made the movie somehow bad at times was the theatricality that was just sometimes overblown and if if um if something had happened to Yejidi, like a swollen feet, or I would have been angry. I would have closed the movie entirely because it would have made sense. The point of the point of her um losing, oh sorry, that um this thing falling down, the soap falling down was that in the end it's just a waste of time. The same way for Mr. Johnson, there were you know deeper repercussions because has had like that was the point of her this thing. There was going to be like a swollen feat for her in order f- to advance the plot into her meeting her outside lover, massaging her, staying, and all the other things that come. But I felt that that dropping of the soap and the whole thing just being that nothing happened anyway. Like I think it was controlled. It was part of the um part of the scenes that I felt were really controlled. Like it knew its limits. It didn't like blow things out of proportion and start giving like meaningless repercussions to a simple um. Um, rule that she broke and it was like it was like it's so small don't drop the soap and then your mother who sent you on this journey is now the reason why it was just it was just interesting i don't know it was funny for me and yeah so i felt that it didn't need to be purposelessly humorous like it wasn't a collection of skits it's a whole movie so there are parts where um you know something would happen like i'm i'm currently watching ted lasso and there's like this um characters with like you know 
divorce, panic attack, football, everything is happening there, but it's still a comedy show about football and it still like has all these things. So I think that's what Booker, Battle on Booker Street was. It was a movie about like um rivalry in a polygon it was home like fighting is up and down you know but then it was also it was also supposed to be funny i think the third act the third act um is what you know kind of like spoiled the vibe specifically because it was like they forgot the whole comedy entirely towards the end but i don't think that that made the rest of the comedy meaningless and in my opinion i felt that the movie would have worked um would have worked better as a miniseries. I don't know. Because, like, it was like, if the things that it put into the movie, the um, subplots that it put into the movie, in order to, like, fleshing it out, um, you know, to have that resolution that is kind of, you know, more satisfying, so to speak, it would have been, like, something that would have taken, like, another episode. And then you have, like, 50 minutes or 30 minutes given to it specifically i don't know how they would do it, but somehow they would do it i felt like unless they had to like start removing some other subplots of the movie and then you'd have that so i felt i felt yeah the the resolution would have do, done better the final act would have done better but then it, it wouldn't have been reasonable for the movie to be you know just comedy throughout and stuff there had to be something that held us in you know, to make us root for the characters and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. So thank you. That's all. All right. Thanks, Arinze. I would say, though, um, to that, I think one of the biggest one of the things with the unevenness of the of those sections that, okay, so the issue is when you have an explosion, again, like I said, like that could have been in, in the shop. You can have that where it's like, okay, that's wacky, nothing, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the genre of that, that world. But you can't ask, if you're going to ask people to care about anything else, it can't be anything like that is less than an explosion because you've already played the explosion as a joke. Um, So, so like, for example, in, in, in Ted Lasso, for if people were making fun of, um, if people were making fun of other people with maybe very severe mental illness or or something like that, and then and then you expect us to take a panic attack seriously, that would be sort of closer to what I'm what, what we're trying to say is like you can't you can't on one hand say, oh, this is just, this part of it is funny. It, it, it has to do with exactly the type of language. There are tons of movies who that um, are good at actually juggling um, the both uh, comedy and, and pathos, but like um, um, it's, it's all of the things tend to be grounded in the world that is built in. It's just that feels uneven. Anyway, for, for me, anyway, that's, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, Anybody who has anything to add to any positive pushback, just feel free. Um, all right. Um, I think Oyinka is next. Yes. So um, I have to say, I do agree that the ending was rushed. And I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with it because I didn't want the movie to be any longer if I was going to ask that. Um. And it does seem like the ending of the movie, that the something of the movie was about the guy. But 
I might want to put another like real view in it. The ending of the movie was not necessarily about just the guy, even though it does seem like that. It was maybe the fact that um, Messi was able to. Messi was presented with something that she could definitely use to destroy, like um, Funke, right? She could use it so strongly. And she even, in fact, used it. But then she changes it as something. And the entire family, our, our daughter and all the things, then helped this family be able to escape something that is very traumatous, that, that could very much affect them. So it's kind of like a coming together, a kind of ending of coming together. It is not resolved in the way that we will try to... We, we want to see or we are more used to it or we think that, they, oh, this is um, catharsis. It is resolved in kind of, it's, it's kind of like she, she was able to overcome a very much range for revenge to make this one decision. And that's also a common story ending that is also I'm okay with because I don't necessarily say Sometimes I'm okay with it. Sometimes I'm not okay with it. This is one of the times I'm okay with it because I don't necessarily think every movie or every single story should have kind of the same structure of like, oh, there is going to be less resolve this thing. Because that's, I don't necessarily think that that's now having like one monopolous way of telling stories. I don't necessarily think that. But also a pushback on the, um, on the jail thing. The son does go to jail, Right. But the son does not believe his father went to jail for no, like, was not wrongly taken to jail. He does not believe that. They even told their mother, they were like, okay, why didn't you explain that indeed this was the reason? You kept on just saying that, oh, it was like, it was mess. it was, um, you kept on saying that, oh, it was it was unjust. It was unjust, but every but you never gave me proof that it was unjust, and everybody just kept everybody believed, and they showed and they told us the reason why everybody believed that because there was a rivalry between these two men, just believed, and what we were kept on getting from everybody, every single person, was like, no, this really happened. Like your father just killed this, and we we lived with this stigma for a very long time. It was until after their mother actually told the story that the son relents. It's, I don't think it's, yes, did they miss a chance to be a little bit more delving of like, oh, maybe there should be a thing like, oh, I also went to jail wrongly. But I'm also okay with them not saying that because then when he really learns, he tries to be close to his father and they're doing the singing and the song thing. So I don't necessarily think that that was necessarily needed um, or even that it necessarily necessarily needed for us to believe that now he is is on the side of his father he's now on the side of the father because he has the full story his mother told him what the father did his mother finally was completely honest with him and now he has the evidence to believe something counter so that's just one of the pushback that i have you may say that they didn't necessarily set this thing up well or well enough to where people will understand it very well that's that's a that's an issue of of decisions of how to how to how to set it. Um, 
So it's kind of two different... For me, I just feel it's like it's kind of tying into different things. I don't think that movies should be within a genre or should if they have a tone and then they have a sudden shift of tone. I never think that as most, most of the issue. But yes, I do think that when that thing blowed up, and I think the writers kind of knew that because she, she, there is a scene where she went after the girl, girl calls, she tells the girl off. And after that, they do the fighting. And the father even says, there's a person in, 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 in hospital. There's a hole born into my money. I have to, they called me, the community called me, this, 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 and that. So that's like, it is, it is said as, as part of the exposition. We've already said this movie has an issue with exposition. Um, maybe the issue about the movie is that the movie did, does not choose very well the parts of, the, of its plot that should be exposition and the parts of the plot that should be shown on screen. But I do think one thing that definitely did not help the movie was like, the, that, that bombing was supposed to be taken as a serious thing. But the arrangement of the scene, did, I did not. I did not think it worked to the to 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 the benefit of the movie because what should have happened is the scene where they fight in the market with all the food should have happened before the bomb, and the bomb should have up, go, gone off. And the scene where they are leaning down in front of their father, and the father is talking about the consequences that happen, should have happened after that. So it will make people take seriously the consequences of, of, of the bombing. Because immediately after, after the bombing that we're supposed to take seriously, we, get, we go into a kind of funny, kind of cartoonish something. And I think that rearrangement was a little bit off. Or they, 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 I also think there are many possible other ways that they could have done it. Like they could have taken the bombing, serious, the bombing seriously by having like the girl seriously attain something and then you can go into a more classic drama from like, okay, their child is about to go to Yale, this, 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 and that, that, that. But they didn't choose that way, which is okay. But the way they chose to, I think they lost, they missed the, they missed, um, what's it called? They missed the ball a little bit in that. But yeah, I think it, we were supposed to take that bombing seriously. It was just the way that they arranged the scenes that was off because if you if you if you listen to what's being said by the dialogue by the story there's there are consequences for that action but the visuals does not match the what's being said okay. uh, i i think i guess it's it's possible you're right it's just it's difficult to like you said it's difficult to take it seriously when you closely follow it with that Tom and Jerry fight scene at the end, which I too thought was kind of funny. Um, all right. Um, I think what I'm going to do is next. Uh, actually, sorry, I wanted to just clarify yeah. something. Um, so to be clear, your first point, you're, you are proposing that the movie can spend an hour and a half exploring this beef that we're supposed to care about. The entire movie and then end the movie just glossing over it. I am I am not sick. Okay. I said that there's another way you can see it. Usually, like, what people expect 
most clearly is like okay there is the um how was it called catharsis that the, the story is going Why? to be like oh Why? we're going to jump I, I am just proposing that there's also another way of saying that she had she was presented with a perfect weapon for revenge that she says she's always wanted and she, in the last something remembering her mother and everything she chose to do something else that is also another way of story of of, of storytelling of like she overcomes something it's not necessary it's not necessary for it i'm i'm not saying all the time it's okay to have her do that remember her mother but yeah that's what i am saying like okay there are many ways to like go to that but it depends on if you don't like but, it you don't like it if you like it, you like it it's okay none of that. like this movie didn't do any way at all it just glossed but, over okay that's how you feel it is but it's i i feel I, I, I feel like it did that way i feel like it did it in that way and i was okay with it but i'm not saying everybody else should be okay with it i'm just explaining like how how i was okay with sort of that sort of way of doing it I also did not say the other way of doing it was also bad. I also said that, yeah, it's expected and that if they do it that way too, I would have also liked it too. I would have liked both of those something. I'll be okay with both of it. Okay. Mo, do you want to jump? Uh, Elizabeth, do you want to jump in? Um, I, yeah. I, I will try to be quick with this. Um, so what I wanted to... Oh, God, I think I, I had like to... So what I want to say is I don't mind um, Gerard Bandit, right? Because he happens. I mean, you can decide what you want to do, but you have to sequence it properly or structure it in a very, in a better way. And I, now that I'm calmer than the first time I spoke, I think I recognize exactly the reason why this movie got me really pierced. And it's reminiscent of Blood Sisters. The reason, the need for us to prioritize a subplot over the overarching plot it is gritting it really grits my nerves like i why because this is what this this movie does so apart from genre bending like oh it was comedy and then ended in something more dramatic it does not even flow <laughs> in a way that it should the resolution was a huge subplot a subplot that was not even established that was just like said in person and we didn't really see until, bam, like the end of the second act, right? And then it changed the entire pace and then the tone of this movie till the end, to the third act. This is the problem that this movie has. This is the major problem. If you look at it, prioritizing that subplot, that old prison break subplot over the rivalry of the sisters. And nobody's saying that, oh, we want to kiki all through, right? We should actually kiki all through. But even when you're sliding in the, the the comedies i mean the drama in this comedy it should flow it should be fluid in ways where we know when to take you seriously and when we shouldn't be taking you seriously because the comedy is don't take me seriously and that's why watching the for, for me watching the entire first act into the second act where they were doing their back and forth bickering i didn't ask a lot of why's because this is what comedy does right you're using this prank thing to push some form of funny thing so i'm like yeah sure that, that makes sense i shouldn't really think a lot about it because it's comedy and then you delve into like the more serious big boy stuff and then you just want to suddenly resolve it and they run out i'm like yeah 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 i'm done 
And I think that's the problem that this this movie has. It's not consistent. And structured like, okay, like the children's angle, right? If, if, if it was concurrently shown, the sequencing, right? If it was concurrently shown with all the bickering that was happening at the at the market, of which even even that would bickering, if they if they remove all of the filler scenes that the unnecessary scenes, you'll be able to properly flesh out every single characterization and have your character development up all up to the end. You want to make it didactic, you want to be teaching us a lesson. Well, sure, why not? And that's why that scene where <coughs> the son couldn't empathize with the father or he waited until the mom. And that's why it didn't work. Like it should be, you look at it like, yeah, but the mom explained to him and that's why he got it. But this is a boy that was also framed for a rivalry. We were not, we didn't see, we were told about this rivalry from Fred and Fred set him up. We did not know how that, again, doing a lot of telling rather than showing. We don't know how that, so you see, it, he should be able to connect. This is what I think Mrs. C was trying to say should be able to connect and empathize again in writing that should have popped up in your characterization why is your character acting in this manner and that's why everybody's talking about how Aurelie's actions do not make sense at some point she just kept going and devolving and devolving and devolving and we hardly saw any form of character development i know that they introduced sunny danger's character as some form of her own morale conscience in a way where the friendship is supposed to help her out and then maybe this is her own journey to self this is where you know, our own the redemption arc comes up. We still did not see that redemption arc. We just saw that all of like 10 seconds at the end. We're like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll help you sort of situation. So it's 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 in it's in a it's a shoddy job that didn't do a lot of job um fleshing out its characters, their industry crisis, why they do what their motivations, why they act this way. And that's why you should be able to say, okay, this son, he would have said this to this dad because this is the kind of person he is. And these are, these are the kind of experiences he's had. And that is why every action of your characters will make sense upon the sort of characterizations that you've established, given them. Anyways, that's my feedback, thanks. All right, thanks, Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm just gonna add quickly as well that I thought, Somebody complained about Mercy Johnson's performance. I think it might be as a mother being um, too cartoonish, and I was fine with that, especially in something like Possible, because that was an out-and-out -out comedy. And even in this, like in the first two acts, I was fine with that because, again, it felt to me that that was what they were going for. It was. It felt like very slapstick, um, slapstick comedy. I mean, like just the way people would. Um, start shouting at each other and just throw their hands up in the air and just the that fight in the uh, you know that fight in, in the market is peak you know good slapstick it is it, it, it was fun so that's for me what the the problem with the clash so like we went from that and in very quickly we went to sexual assault murder prison escape in, in in almost no time. So yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess nothing is possible in film, but like, that's going to be a very tough house for anybody to, to, um, to, to meld like slapstick um, comedy of that sort. Um, where like, you know, it's like fine to laugh at somebody's pain, that kind of thing. Like something that you wouldn't naturally laugh at in real life because you're not a psychopath. Right. But like, you can't, I don't think you can also do that and then ask people to take 
um, actual serious or physical pain or mm-hmm. yeah, you can't ask us to take that seriously at the same time. And I think that's 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 what what's it. All right, I'm gonna do and then we'll do summaries. Okay, okay. Uh, I think uh, what everyone else said is, uh, is kind of valid, but I think people that are saying this movie doesn't know what it is, uh, people that they're not, they don't know Funke. I mean, they are just new to Funke because if you know Funke from when she was in uh, when she was still doing Yoruba movies, you know that she's kind of person that all her movies are kind of PSA. She makes sure she's trying to like teach people some lesson, you know, kind of even in uh, Jennifer, the first Jennifer. Going from the comedy to people getting kidnapped, people getting used for ritual, you know, kind of. So I think the movie knows what it, it knows its target audience, its targeted audience, and you know, it's uh kind of wants to teach people that these are the people coming to view these movies and people that would learn oh, we learn this kind of lesson, we learn this kind of thing. So I, at the beginning, I felt like this movie was going to teach us why you know <laughs> marry two wives or why you should be united, kind of. I knew it was going to do that. So I don't kind of agree with that because it knows what it wants to be, kind of. Yeah, that's all I have to say. All right, okay. Uh, we've all had our words. Uh, let's uh, do the summary before we um, talk about what we might potentially discuss next Sunday. On Hollywood Film Club. All right. Summaries for Battle on Booker Street. Um, Anikans, do you want to start us off? Yes. Uh, so I just want to say um, I tend to like every, most things. It's very, very bad. It's very, very awful. Awful for me to, to not like it. Um, so apologies about that. Um, this movie is an okay, no, I was, I, I, will, I will actually increase it to like, it's a good mainstream Nollywood movie that is not, that is just meant for, it's not trying to be more, how am I going to say? It's not a deep exploration of any sort of topic or themes or anything like that. It's a, it's just a mainstream trying to be entertaining, give you all the things, and it's very steeped in Nigerianness, and it's a very Nigerian movie with good production. And I would recommend I would recommend this movie to people. But like I always say, mm. movies are just meant for you to watch. And forget your troubles or not forget your troubles or get angry at it and whatever, whatever. Anyhow, on a certain night, after you work or anything, you can put it on, give it 20 minutes. If you don't like it, change it. Watch another movie. Or if you want to eat, watch it, watch it. It's, it's, it's all your choice. All right. Thanks, Ayanka. Um, I see it back. Um, the income summary back. Um, never have to apologize for anybody. You, you take on anything. Um, please feel free here. Um, uh, Elizabeth, please tell us your, <coughs> your summary. Uh, summary is, uh, I did not enjoy watching it. I thought it was very flat. <laughs> I've already given the reasons why I did not like watching it. 
um maybe i would have had a different opinion if i watched it at the cinema so maybe i would have fought with the with the people at the counter and, re- and ask for my money back who knows but um if you like funke's movie that another thing she's got a great following and then people seem to like have you know kind of comedy so if you like it watch it is your prerogative personally i do not like it bye all right thanks elizabeth um uh Otas, please tell us give us your summary um battle on Booker street i thought was a disjointed attempt that takes too long to not get to the point um I'll, it had the cast and the production of a mainstream movie with the storyline and resolution of a youtube movie i would not rewatch or recommend it okay uh Omar, did you please uh give us your summary oh. Based on what I've seen this weekend, I would recommend Battle on Booker Street over anything. No? I would recommend Battle on Booker Street over what I've seen this weekend. So it's it's okay for me. Not like it's something excellent, but it's okay for me. I would recommend it. All right. Thanks so much, Didi. Uh, Ada, please uh, give us your summary. My summary is I like this movie. It was quite fun, even with the twist. I still, yeah, I still quite enjoyed it. Um, not sure if I watch it again anytime soon, just because it was too long. Uh, and you know, it didn't give me that resolution that I really, really wanted towards the end. It was, you know, it's very rushed and it did not match up the energy that it was set up with. Uh, but I still really, really liked it, and I think it was really funny, and I would definitely recommend it. Thank you. Thanks, Ada. Um, Arinze, please uh, give us your summary. Arinze, are you there? All right. Mr. C, do you want to give us your summary? Uh, yeah, so I did enjoy some of this film. Um, I think it was, uh, I mean, there's clearly a reason why it, it was highest grossing, grossing film, right? From Get, <laughs> yes, yes. So there is. I think there's a large audience that will enjoy this, so I would recommend it. Just with the caveat that don't be surprised if it takes you in a totally different direction. But I will not be rewatching now. All right. Um, yeah, I I was kind of enjoying this until some parts in the second act where it became repetitive for me, and uh, I wasn't enjoying a lot of the comedy. But I like the story. Um, I don't like the ending. The ending is is very off for me. Um, but yeah, I think in general, it's it's not something I I, I say I enjoyed. Um, but I can see other people. It's just it, that comedy. If if you if you can roll with this type of um, if you like a funky comedy, I think this is right up your street. If not, um, no, I don't think there's a lot in there for you to be honest all right okay thanks everyone who uh hang on let me just see if Aaron Arunze can get his Arunze are you able to give a summary can that can we hear you Arunze can you do you want to give something okay my summary I think that um Battle on Booker Street was hugely entertaining 
I felt it's it's a movie I would recommend, definitely recommend. It's a movie you can watch with friends for the fun of it, and you know, it's a movie that that aims to entertain and achieves that, and it knows its audience and it caters to them. So basically, that's what the movie is. Like I said earlier, I give it an eight over ten. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Irene. Um. Next week on Nollywood Film Club, we have. Please, we, you better say something nice. Uh, we, I don't actually know what's going on. Um, I, it depends on. I think Yahoo Plus is currently on schedule, but we haven't got an official confirmation from Netflix. So, um, we don't. Isn't we don't... that um movie on Prime? Huh? Oh, come on. That yeah. movie on Prime. A movie that just came out. Wait, I, okay. I welcome no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I will, I will commit mutiny. I've already said enough. To wow. I will commit we're not, mutiny. We're not watching anything else. You cannot listen to the loud minority. The loud okay, minority. Before listen. I meet everybody real quick. Uh, no, I just, I, I, we need to. If Yahoo Plus is is if Netflix confirms Yahoo Plus by I guess um, I think Monday or Tuesday, we that's the film we will be watching. It's, it's been on our watch that's list true. for a long time, and um, and and um, yeah, so that's that's what's that's what's going to happen. If not, um, we will be putting up a poll of um, of um, that will be moved. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, but like you know, okay, this, this okay, but this is what is going to happen. I'm, I'm, like, just let me finish. You know, like you know, if that doesn't happen, then what will happen is we'll put a a, a poll and oh, it, oh my god, if that doesn't happen, it will be a um, we'll put up we'll put up a poll between um, I think Jacomo. And I think House of Secrets, um, and we'll see which one we discuss on Sunday. Um, maybe there might be an option for both. I don't know how yeah. I feel. Um, if that's the case, it's going to be three minutes per person. It would always going to be stated. Um, but uh, all right. Anyway, so we'll, we'll we'll catch you guys next Sunday. Thanks for everyone who did. Um, Come on and discuss with us. Thanks for the new people. Aaron, say shout out to you. Um, enjoyed everybody's uh, different perspectives. It, it seems like kind of half, half, half on this movie, but it was a good conversation. I did enjoy it. And we'll see you next Sunday, guys. Take very good care. Bye. Bye, Bye. everybody. Choose House of Secrets, please. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed listening and would like to join live, just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.